Blog Talk Radio. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Total Entertainment with Johnny Vegas, Jim Meyer, and Bunny Carwee. And uh, today, Bunny Carwee is out, but uh, it's me and Jim today, and we have a great show for you today. How are you doing, Jim? I am unbelievable, and this is going to be probably our most jam-packed, exciting show ever. So uh, the half hour is probably going to go by in no time at all, and people are going to be demanding these guests come back on again because they're going to be so good and so interesting. Yeah, and our guests today are Randy Taylor and then Robert Brownstein and Gina Hunt. Absolutely. And um, um, we will find out if you made any mistakes when they call in. And uh, uh, Randy Taylor is an investment and insurance expert, but also... He is in the entertainment field, so it's going to be very interesting to see his take on what young people should do because, Johnny, you've got a lot of, of, of young kids follow you. Um, and wouldn't it be nice to, to have some of them listen to Randy Taylor and start putting some money aside when they're young so when they get to be my age, uh, they're loving life. And I think Randy's the guy to, to, to teach that. Um, so pipe in when Randy calls so that I don't babble on forever. And then we're going to have Robert Brownstein, who is a CPA in beautiful Marin County, California. He has a lot of uh, clients who are in the entertainment field, so we're going to kind of get uh, pick his brain about that as, uh, as you start making money in entertainment and having to pay taxes. What is the right thing and what are the wrong things to do? Um, in that arena. He also was the CPA for the Burning Man for 14 years. So, Johnny, are you familiar with Burning Man? Yeah, yeah, I'm not too familiar with it, but I do know what it is, yeah. And, um, and, well, I think a lot of our our viewers or listeners, I'm sure, know what the Burning Man is. And uh, if they don't, Google it, and you'll see some incredible pictures. And uh, Robert uh, was known as the Sheik up at the Burning Man. Uh, so he's got a wild side, and he's got a very serious side, and he's done some great things for me uh, as a CPA. So I recommend him highly. And uh, he is such a great guest and such a successful man that I think my wife might actually listen to today's show. <laughs> Nice. Well, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be able to get some great advice from Brandy, and then same thing with uh, Robert and Gina. And uh, yeah, was, uh, so Brandy, if right. you're out there, you know, yeah, feel free to call in. The number is six four six seven eight seven eight zero eight zero. Um. Yeah, Randy is messaging me right now, um, and. I'm sure he's going to be calling us in, uh, and um, maybe uh, maybe he's flying in his private jet right now and can't call. Um, but um, 
He is, uh, oh, and then Jenna Hunt, of course, is a Hollywood actress who is in the movie um, House of Temptation, which uh, was uh, directed by Doc D, who has been our guest a couple of times. And he's, uh, Jenna will announce the red carpet uh, extravaganza coming up uh, June 1st for House of Temptation. And uh, your good friend Jim Meyer plays the part of a priest who uh, is possessed by a demon. And uh, the only thing I, that I had to reach out to was, you know, being a, a priest because as, as many people will, who have met me, they know I'm already possessed. So, um, and Johnny, have you, uh, you have you met Randy Taylor yet? No, not yet. Just, uh, you know, via but, Facebook. Right, and he's a big fan of the show um, and, and what uh, he might be doing. Here he is right now. You know? Yeah, awesome. Randy Taylor, you're live Randy on the Taylor. air. How you doing, Randy? I am doing great. How are you guys? We're doing good. We are unbelievable. Yeah. And and we're more unbelievable now that you're on the air. Okay, I'm taking you off the speakerphone. I hope this is coming through clear enough. Yes, yeah, yeah you're coming in clear. Okay, good. So, uh, Randy, why don't you uh, tell us... Uh, you know, for all the listeners out there, what is the most common mistake that people make in selecting investments? Well, one mistake as a rule, but um, the most common is being a little bit too aggressive with their investment posture. Uh, for example, um, it's real easy to let greed and excitement interfere. And you'll see the cases like we had classically where people lost their 401ks. And if you get someone to say in the baby boomer age bracket or anybody over 50, they just don't have time to recover. So prudence, I guess, is the best um, strategy. On a quick example, that would be we've all heard of Warren Buffett. Uh, one of the statements mm-hmm. Warren Buffett was famous for is he said there's two main rules in investing. Number one, don't lose money. Number two, see rule number one. So investing should be a marathon and not a sprint. Awesome. And now um, we have a lot of young listeners. Uh, you probably know a lot about uh, Johnny Vegas Namer, and he has a lot of followers who are into lacrosse, and they're very uh, their uh, their families are successful. They're they're uh, taught to go out and, and do your best with everything, and um, that's why we have you on the show because. Um, we want to ask you, how does age enter uh, into what types of savings accounts people should uh, consider? Okay, well, fortunately or not fortunately, but specifically, it's, it's almost like an all or nothing thing. The older people have to be more conservative with their money in every way and look at having enough to spend during retirement so they can't take as much risk. And it's a direct correlation between how old they are, how conservative they have to be. The younger people, on the other hand, have the luxury of time. So if they make a mistake, um, for example, they can recover their loss. So they can look into things like real estate that are typically long-term investments considered medium risk. Um, they can do mutual funds. And um, without getting into a big discussion on that, basically mutual funds that have the goal of growth would be more suitable for younger people than older people because they involve more risk, but then, of course, more potential for reward. Um, the, a general rule of thumb that helps in terms of age is you would take your age as a basic percentage. And if you're 65, you might look at putting 65% of your money into safer vehicles. And if you're 35, you might look at having only 35% into the safer vehicles. Okay. 
Um, let's go on to an, another question. Uh, would you say how much money should uh, some people put at risk in, in terms of that? Well, it, it actually determines what we call risk, but basically everyone has their own risk tolerance. If you sit down with an advisor, they actually have tests they can put you through to see how much risk you want to assume. But the answer is basically how much money can you afford to put into a vehicle that's risky and still recover from the loss. It's kind of like if you went gambling for recreation, you wouldn't take your, your house payment and invest it, but you might set aside $50 or $100, whatever you feel is your tolerance limit. So um, you, have to, you kind of have to look at the whole picture, but basically you should only risk what you feel you could still recover from based on your age. And um, now there's a big rush now for baby boomers to retire. How can they best use their current IRA money? Okay, now that, of course, it varies according to, you know, every person has, a, like I said, a different risk tolerance. But right now, because of the fact that the market is so huge, a lot of insurance companies have been battling for years in terms of being bringing out better vehicles for retirement spending. And so when you're, say, within 10 years of, starting to spend your money for retirement, I like people to take a look at something called uh, fixed index annuities. And what annuities are is just savings accounts that are backed by insurance companies. They have some that look just like a bank account. You have a rate locked in for five years or so. Those are not uh, paying a very high return right now. So a baby boomer might look at something where you can put in a deposit. It's like a 10-year holding period, like a 10-year CD or a 10-year bond, if there's, for example. But they could spend it as soon as one year and actually have their deposit increased on a guaranteed basis by 12% the first year and 6% each year thereafter until they want to spend the money. Uh, they're basically safe. They have income tax deferral, no upfront fees um, if the goal is retirement. If it's not retirement, then they may not be suitable. What you're looking at now, to give you an idea, you know, someone in their 60s or early 60s, let's say, could put the money into an account even though it's designed to be left alone for 10 years and start spending it after as soon as one year and have 6% locked in for life. Okay. In other words, that, uh, well, that would be your yeah, payment. Yeah. Uh, Randy, I just wanted to – I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I just wanted to okay. you know, tell you we, we got a – uh, you know, our next guest is, is you know, calling in on okay. the line right now. So, you know, we want to thank you very much for being on the show. We really appreciate it and all your uh, words of wisdom. And uh, we, we definitely want to thank you for being on the show. Well, I appreciate it. I've done this 31 years. And, the, uh, you know, what's your email address so that they can contact you? Well, the easiest way is, is probably uh, randytaylor100 at hotmail.com. Or it can be reached Randy Taylor Financial on Facebook, and there are blog articles and videos there for people. That'd be Randy awesome. Taylor we Financial. Love you, man. And uh, please thank come you so on much. Again. We can't wait. I appreciate your show, and I'm glad to be involved in the entertainment industry myself. Thank you so much. You're awesome, man. Cool. Okay. God bless you, my son. All right. So uh, our next Brown guest is, is on the line. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing, Robert? Jimbo, doing great. And uh, Robert, uh, welcome. Uh, We've—I uh, don't know if you—have you been listening to the show? A little bit, but I know okay, you've good. always produced quality shows, there, Jim. <laughs> You're thinking of a different Jim. Um, uh-huh. But uh, Johnny, Johnny's going to ask. He's got some questions that he has been just begging to ask you. All righty. Yeah. 
So, Robert, you have some wealthy clients in the entertainment field, and I'm sure many of them have made mistakes. If you could give advice to people who are just starting to make a lot of money in the entertainment world, what would you tell them? Well, the thing to remember is you want to uh, set aside some of that money. You know, these may be the best earning years you have, and it's good to have money saved up for if uh, your popularity drops, but it's good to have that money in in a cushion for you. Um, absolutely. So very good advice. And um, now you were the CPA for the Burning Man for 14 years. What was that like? Well, it was, it was very interesting. I uh, started working with them in 1997, and I helped that they were very pleased to uh, hook up with me because they said that I could talk to them about money and I knew what they were trying to do since I had gone to the event myself. And uh, so I was able to make some suggestions and how to organize entity-wise and also to help them start up and hire their accounting department. Awesome. Now tell us briefly, what is the Burning Man? Because Johnny has not heard of it and a lot of people have not heard of it. Well, Burning Man is uh, the biggest, best party in the desert. Um, it's a gathering of, now it's around 60,000 people. It used to be around nine or 10,000 when I first started. And um, you will see things out there that you won't see anywhere else. There are many creative artists that make works of art that are too big for a, um, an art museum and they're also uh, made to be burnt at the end of the week. So you create this art, they create these art pieces, and at the end of the week you're, you have an example of the primitive nature of fire as this work of art goes up in flames. Awesome. So, so did you ever create a work of art? Well, we... My son and I did a performance piece one year. Uh, my son is a 21 was at that time was a 21 year old very fit man, and I uh, am not. So we walked around together naked, and he had a sign that said "before," and I had a sign that said "after." Okay, cool. Now you've got a great track record with. You don't, you don't find that funny, bro. Jim? I find it hilarious, but Johnny sometimes gets mad at me when I go too far talking uh, about uh, stuff like that because we have a lot of young viewers. So, um, well, they should be and, encouraged um, to exercise their creativity. We love you, and we love your creativity. But you do have a – what I'm thrilled about and what a lot of people love is that you are great at the offer and – and compromise with the IRS. I know of somebody who owed the IRS eighty grand, and you got his uh, his bill down to I think what was it twelve grand, and he he won't stop bragging about you. So, is there a secret? Is I mean, you are really good at this. Um, what well, can there are about that? certain circumstances where you can make an offer, and the IRS will work with you because. Rather than have a huge liability on their books, if they can get some money rather than none, they would rather see that. And 
it takes a lot of work in, in gathering the information and making sure it fits the circumstances for an offering compromise and you uh, you present it and it becomes a bargaining session. They want more, you try to offer them less and you arrive at something that everybody can live with. Um, and so if somebody is about, if they were just shocked with a big IRS bill, um, would you, um, what, what's the first thing they need to do? Well, the first thing we'd do is look at the history. What, where did these debts come from? Was it some kind of, uh, did they lose a rental property or what, did they have a sudden drop in their business and, or, um, yeah, so you look at, you look at the history. Where did the money, where did the debts come from? That's the first part. Awesome. And so um, the, the big one that I'm referring to, and we're not going to mention any names, but how long did that take? Well, it can take um, uh, it can take as long as a year. Okay. I mean, what and, happens uh, if you, but, yeah. you uh, present it? It can take as little as three or four months. I mean, the IRS has been told that they should resolve things more quickly. So you present the information, somebody has to review it, come to what they think is a reasonable offer, and then I present it to their people, their supervisors, to see if it gets okayed. Awesome. And then usually they want some money up front and some kind of payment plan. Um, now, um, a lot of entertainers are listening to our show because this is total entertainment. Um, and I don't know if Nicolas Cage and Wesley Snipes are out there, but people who have had situations like them, what, how would you advise them? Well, I would tell them to bulk up before they go to prison. <laughs> that I'm dumb. But and the, uh, I think they did. Yeah, they're, they're in pretty good shape, both of them. Well, the thing is to... Um, like I said, look at where the debts are from and to also right. see if there were any extenuating circumstances like themselves being um, institutionalized in a mental hospital or recovery or center or uh, death in the family or illness, which are certain what's called reasonable cause of the IRS. If you had some traumatic experience going on in your life, that could help to get them to take a uh, reduced amount. So first of all, you want to look at their, their history. Why did they not file? If it was because they just forgot about it, it wouldn't go with the IRS, but you want to see if you could present reasonable facts as to why they were uh, not filing. Then you want now, to gather the information. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of times, a lot of people, when they come in, if they owe three, they haven't filed for three, four, or five years, many times their reaction is that they are surprised. They say, that's, I'm surprised that it's such a small amount, and I was worrying all those years. The problem comes up is if they haven't filed for five years and they have refunds due from the fourth and fifth year back, they don't, they're, they're not allowed. They don't get them. But for Wesley and uh, Nicholas, the idea is just do some good fact gathering, see if there's any reasonable cause, look at their current assets minus liabilities, see if they have any net work, and use that to make an offer. 
Um, the um, okay, so question because I see that a lot of people will do what you do uh, where they advertise on the radio, but you don't really talk to them. You talk to their assistant or a you know a, a minion. So I know from personal experience that Robert takes care of his clients on a very very personal level. So as we wrap this up, Robert, please give us your contact info because I know somebody is out there who wants to use your services. And, you know, I highly recommend you. So tell them, how do we get a hold of Robert Brown? Well, thank you, Jim. I appreciate your comments. And I, my email is rb at rbcpatax.com. Or they can look at my website, robertbrownsteincpa.com, B-R-O-W-N-S-T-E-I-N-C-P-A.com. And that goes a good, gives a good description of our services and their links to some of our clients. And you can see what kind of work we do and who we work with. And I would welcome awesome. any friend of Jim's. Cool. Well, I, I wish I had friends, but uh, any, any listeners. All righty. Uh, them too. So we would love having you on the show, and hopefully you'll be back again one day. And uh, please listen to the rest of the show. And uh Call in and ask our, our final question, our, our final um, guest. You can question. call anyone. All righty. Thanks, Jim. Take care. Have a great Thank day. Thank you, Robert. Have Bye. a great day. Bye-bye. All right. looks like we have uh, a fan calling in. Uh, last four digits are 5270. You're live on the air. How's it going? What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, He's last four digits, five two seven zero. All right, well, they weren't talking, so. Anyways, uh, Jim, so we got Gina calling in shortly, and uh, callers, make sure uh, you're ready to talk if you're if you're calling in. Um, and in um, that last you know, caller, if you want to call back has, in. Jenna has an emergency. Uh, maybe we can ask uh, Doc Z to call in. Um, but we can talk a little bit about the um, her movie, um, uh, House of Temptation, which, uh, Johnny, have you uh, seen any of the trailers or any of the information on it? Um, it looks yeah, very exciting. Here. Yeah, and uh, Doc Z uh, is a friend of mine, and he was – very gracious to invite me to uh, play the part of a priest who kills his tenure. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm giving away too much. I'm, I'm an idiot. But Jenna is just an amazing actress, and she plays the lead role of this woman who uh, lives in a haunted house, um, and the um, and she is extremely good at what she does. And even behind the scenes, I, I think Doc would say that uh, she is she was a huge huge help. Uh, now she says she can call in 11:30. Johnny, do you want to hold on uh, and keep going uh, until after 11:30? Um, uh, yeah, we can do a lot that. of our, yeah. our yeah. Okay, a lot of our guests have um, have many things going on and hectic lifestyles, and so uh, we love to accommodate them because Jenna is is very important, and we we really want to know about the red carpet gala uh, for House of Temptation. Uh, so if you look up, uh, if you did a Google search 
for House of Temptation VIP Red Carpet Gala Sunday, June 1st at 6 p.m. at the Marina Theater in San Francisco, California. Um, Johnny, uh, do, you have, uh, do you have a lot of friends uh, on Facebook, etc., that you could send the um, send to us? Um, uh, you know, we probably don't have the probably not a lot of seats left, but um, if you you know contact the House of Temptation now, I'm sure there's room. Hopefully, still today. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, put the word out there on my Facebook, and uh, why don't we take a quick you know, one-minute music break and, uh, you know, to give some time for our guests to call in, and then uh, we'll be back shortly. Awesome. one of our songs that we get from uh, this uh, royalty-free music uh, uh, list on uh, YouTube, so I just figured might as well uh, make some use out of it on here, but uh, we are definitely back right now. That's great, and um, so Janet should be calling us, calling in at uh, 11.30, which means we're going to expand the the show, Um, and can people actually keep listening to it after 11.30? How does that work? Yeah, so they can listen to it since I, I set the each show for 45 minutes. So at 45 minutes, it'll go into uh, recorded mode. So uh, you guys, everybody will be able to listen um, unless we went over uh, to uh, past 11.45. Then uh, they would have to listen to the rest of the show, uh, you know, later on. Um, okay, so Johnny, as we wait for Jenna... Um, what uh, what can you tell us about uh, Down, Set, Go? All right. Well, we are uh, nearing the end of our Indiegogo campaign, and we definitely need everybody out there that's uh, our supporters, fans, friends, family to donate to our project. Uh, you can go to Indiegogo.com slash Down, Set, Go. Let me just make sure I got that link correct. Uh, uh, it's actually indiegogo.com slash projects slash down dash set dash go. And, uh, you know, and, um, can, if it's a dollar, $10, you know, $20, $50, whatever you can. 
Now, a lot of people have been following it, but some people might not know that originally we called this uh, Bikini Lacrosse, and then there was a lot of uh, backlash about that, and we quickly changed it to Bunny Lacrosse, and now it is called um, Downset Go, which is a term. What does Downset Go actually mean? Well, in lacrosse, uh, when you're taking a face-off, uh, which is at the start of every game, start of every half, uh, you know, start of every quarter, actually, um, and after every goal, there's a face-off. And basically, uh, the key words are the ref, you know, tells you to get down, tells you this, he says set, that means you can't move, and then he blows the whistle, or if he doesn't have a whistle, he'll he'll say go. So it's down, set, go, right when you hear that, right when it's uh, the whistle or you hear the word go, you, the game starts or the play starts. Any lacrosse player will know exactly what that means. And so when they do a, an Amazon or Google search or whatever for, for movie titles, uh, they'll know this is a lacrosse movie. So that's the, the mindset behind changing it and not calling it bikini lacrosse or bunny lacrosse. Um, it's it's definitely a serious, fun, uh, positive, motivational movie about the game of lacrosse. Definitely. And uh, and you were the starring, writer, uh, our co-host uh, Bunny Carly, and uh, Bunny, starring yeah. all three of us, yeah. uh, Jim Myers playing the commissioner, and I'm playing the role of Johnny Vegas, and Bunny Carly is playing the role of Bunny Lacrosse. Now, is the commissioner possessed by a demon? No. Nah. <laughs> oh, not, not in this time. Okay. He's just, that, uh, that's the, but in the House of Temptation, which Jenna uh, will be talking about soon, uh, I get to be possessed by a demon, and it just came very, very natural to me. So I really uh, appreciate Doc Z and then his great writing and directing. Uh, the movie uh, is uh, going to have a red carpet Gala, June 1st up in uh, San Francisco, and uh, when Jenna gets on the air, she's going to talk a little bit more about it. It was funny because um, we went to okay. see my son in a play. We ran into a woman who, who greeted me by not saying hello, uh, but she greeted me by saying, Bunny Lacrosse. So um, <laughs> everybody knows about us. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're definitely... Uh, we're waiting on Jenna to call, and we're uh, here. She is actually, uh, Jenna. You're live on the air. How you doing? Hi. How are you? I'm doing we're well. We're doing great. Yeah. Thank you for calling we, in. We have been eagerly awaiting your call. And uh, how how are um, is everything okay out there? Yes, everything is fine. Just crazy Los Angeles traffic and Los Angeles living. That's all. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Los Angeles definitely so is crazy. Johnny is um, ask his I live first here too. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you live here too. Yeah. yeah. I, miss, so I have I, to I say I miss the Bay Area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you've got this big uh, project uh, that you're here to talk about. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, House of Temptation and uh, a latest update that uh, you're going to give us on here? Well, House of Temptation is a project of the director, Hassan Z, who um, he he's a very artistic director. He really combines kind of the, like a Hollywood style um, 
production value with art house sensibilities. And um, so this movie is a, is a horror movie, House of Temptation, as you can tell by the name. It's definitely a horror movie, but it's got these really artsy elements to it. Um, and the plot is something that is also kind of artistic. It centers around a priest who starts to lose his faith after some events happen to his church and to his life that he feels are um, unfair. And he he meets, he has kind of a, you know, you've heard of a divine intervention. He has more like a demonic intervention um, mm-hmm. when he meets this mysterious woman who is the character that I play in the movie, Maya. And Maya... Um, She's very mysterious, and she has a very mysterious home. And we actually, the home that we used in the movie is this gorgeous mansion in the East Bay, and it's now a museum because it's so old and so gorgeous. And it's been perfectly preserved since the, I think, the late 1800s. So you'll see, you know, amazing shots of that house in the movie, and a lot of the very creepy action unfolds in that house. And I won't give away the ending, but um, it's you know it, it has twists and turns, and I think I think we're all very very excited for the premiere. Absolutely, cool. and, uh, and Jim, you know yeah. what? Oh, I was going to say um, Johnny Vegas is actually live on younow.com. So all the women out there who want to see him, uh, you should be tuning in to to watch him on video also. <laughs> Yes, I definitely am. And uh, Jim, you got the next question there? Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Jenna, um, Je- Jenna, tell us, what, somebody went and took like 100 pictures of that beautiful mansion uh, and put them on Facebook. Tell us how do we get to, to the House of Temptation on Facebook to follow along with what's going on? Um, well, go to Facebook, search House of Temptation Movie. Uh, you will see the page that they have for it. You'll see lots of amazing pictures of the house, of um, all of us preparing for our scenes in costume. I, for one, got to wear some pretty cool costumes in this movie. Um, so I was excited to see my, my dresses. Um, in action <laughs> in those photos. And, uh, and yeah, the one interesting element of the movie is that a lot of it is shot through the lens of a 15-year-old boy, a character in the movie who's working on a project for his film class. So you get kind of this gritty view of this gorgeous old mansion through his camera and his kind of naive eye. Um, and you'll see some pictures that reflect that on the Facebook page. You'll also get updates about our premiere, about where else we'll be showing, and all kinds of exciting information. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, so uh, definitely, you know, we are very appreciative that you called in, and uh, we definitely uh, uh, thank you for being on the show. And, uh, Jim, you got oh, any last you. questions? Yeah. Any, yeah anything you, you want to promote besides that? Yeah. Yeah, remind us exactly how to get tickets, how to get to the the red carpet gala, because this is going to be very special. And Doc Z, he knows how to throw a party. Am I right? Yes, he does. He does. And the the premiere will take place at a beautiful theater in the Marina District in San Francisco, which is a, you know, storied and historied place 
in and of itself. So it fits with our movie, which has so much history and um, kind of old mysteries in it. And it will be a very glamorous event. There will be a red carpet. The stars of the film will be in attendance. Hassan is an amazing speaker and a really interesting person. He came from Pakistan. He has an amazing life story and so much to share. He will be there and and hosting. And um, it, it should be very exciting and glamorous. So get your tickets soon because I know it's almost sold out. Um, and if you go to the House of Temptation Facebook page, you will see a link to buy tickets to the gala. Cool. Yeah, I know me and my wife will be there, and uh, and you will be there, of course. Yeah, so excited. Okay, good. And now last question before we let you go. Um, you had to learn how to make a Manhattan for the movie. Did, <laughs> did you actually learn how to do that, uh, or did you already know well, how to make a Manhattan? you know, here's a little secret um, is that I briefly, when I was younger, I was a cocktail waitress. And so there's a scene in the movie, which is actually one of the funniest scenes in the movie, I think, where Maya comes out in a little, like, bartendress outfit and serves Manhattans. Um, and, yes, I, I actually did make Manhattans for that scene. And um, it, was, it was one of, the, I think, our most fun scenes to film. It was uh, – everyone was having a really good time. Um, and, you know, in a horror movie – it's nice to have a moment of comedic levity um, that really fits the characters so well. So, yes, we had some evil Manhattans on the set. Awesome. That, that is my, my mother's uh, poison of choice, the uh, brandy <laughs> Manhattan. And so many oh, yeah. people do not know how to make it. Um, oh, you yeah. You get so mad when they do it wrong. Um, but we've got a uh, a picture of you uh, serving Manhattans on our little publicity picture, which we've had you on Facebook, and that's right. just a taste of of Jenna, and uh, you get to see her in action, and and Doxy cannot stop raving about how lucky he is to have even found you in the first place and to get you Aww. to be in his movie. So, well, uh, and, I love Doxy, and I had so much fun, so I'm glad he found me. This was an amazing project, such a cool character. Can't wait to see it on the big screen. And uh, we can't wait to uh, see the sequel, hopefully, too. Um, what, yes, finally, you're, you're how do well people, you never know, uh, how do people reach you if they want to contact you for, for acting or, or anything else? Well, I am on Facebook um, at Jenna Hunt. My name is J-E-N-A Hunt. And, um, yeah, I, I guess I could communicate that way. Um, I've, been, uh, I've done a lot of independent films and a couple of major motion pictures, mostly filmed in the Bay Area. Now I'm in Los Angeles, and I've been doing some more, like, coaching and teaching behind the cameras work for young people who are interested in acting. And it's kind of where my true passion is. Um, I love that aspect of the industry. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I will see what the future holds for me. But for right now, that's what I'm doing. Although I'm sure if Trixie has anything to do with it, I'll be, you know, being devilish in yet another feature film someday soon. And, and if anybody comes out, or as they come out June 1st, they will not be disappointed because you do perform and uh, they will see an awesome uh, uh, Jenna Hunt on screen. 
So, uh, oh, thank you. And uh, yeah, John, and, uh, do you have any final words? Yeah, so just uh, thanks again for being on the show. And uh, if you want to promote your Twitter once again or your, uh, your Twitter handle, what was it again, just so the listeners can uh, remember that? You know, I don't have Twitter. I do Facebook. So I'm on Facebook, J-E-N-A-H-U-N-T, Jenna Hunt. And, Jim, okay. thank you so much for inviting me on. And I can't wait to see you at the premiere. Awesome. All right, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so see much. See you then. You're welcome. Right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, make sure you guys tune in next week as uh, we'll probably have another episode of Total Lacrosse with Johnny Vegas on Monday. We had a great show yesterday with uh, the uh, strength and conditioning coach of the Denver Outlaws. Uh, Chris Spangler was on yesterday. So it was a really good show. And, uh, yeah, we're definitely uh, looking to book, you know, more guests for June. Um, we already have – uh, for this month, we have you know a whole month booked, and uh, one of the biggest guests this month is going to be Retha Gray, uh, star of Betty White's Off the Rockers, calling in on uh, May 26th. And then uh, on June 3rd, we have Melina Gay, uh, star of The Young and the Restless. Uh, she'll be calling in on June 3rd. Um, Jim, you got any uh, words about next week's guests or, or anything uh, to, um, to leave the listeners on their edge of their seats? Yes, absolutely. Puneet Prasad, um, who is a young, uh, very talented uh, man working in L.A. full-time as an actor, um, and he's going to give us a lot of advice. Uh, I always like to share uh, about the struggle of being an actor or, or being in the entertainment business, and this guy goes on tons and tons of auditions, and he's making it, and he's been on... Uh, several great projects, uh, and he, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, that uh, He's also a, a pageant winner. Uh, you know, we always talk about, like, Miss America, et cetera, et cetera with, with women, but he is a male pageant winner, and we will we'll hear about him. Um, and so he's a fascinating guest. All right, well, Jim, uh, just so you said that, I have to bring this up. Uh, you don't know this probably, but... I actually, when I was a kid, I was entered into uh, the uh, Mr. Hawaiian Tropic pageants as a little boy, and I won uh, Prince, which is second place, and then I won Best Hair, uh, Best Dress, or Best Outfit, and uh, I won like three trophies. Well, actually, I did know that, and the, one of the prerequisites to being my friend is that you do have to be a pageant winner, and as uh, Bunny yeah. has uh, won pageants also. So I haven't won anything in my life, but I surround myself with only top-notch pageant winners. So, yeah. Uh, but, yes, that was I, I noticed that on your resume. Otherwise, I never would have returned your phone call uh, two years ago when we first yeah. started talking. You know, I, I think I seriously need to add that to, like, the way, like, I promote myself. I need to put, like, second place in Mr. Hawaiian Tropic Pageant in 1992 or whenever it was. <laughs> really think I need to what? add that. And do you have pictures to prove it? Yeah, I do. All right. And let's, uh, let's, I won more trophies than, uh, yeah, I, I won more trophies than any of the girls that, uh, um, that my really? sister's friends uh, you know, we're friends with or, or that she won, you know, they all entered it. I kind of entered it as like a, 
you know, I'm just going along for the for the ride, and then I ended up winning more trophies than anyone. <laughs> now, did did they get jealous? Oh yeah, you definitely could tell. Yeah, yeah. That's good. If you can't create jealousy in the family, you shouldn't be entering the pageant in the first place. I know, right? And I, I left while I was on top. You know, I definitely uh, said, you know what, I won this. I think that's it for me, but. But anyways, that's like Jimmy Walker time. did the same thing, you know, with good times. So that's what yeah. you do is when you're at the top of the, the hill, you stop and, and, you know, Seinfeld did the same thing. So uh, Breaking yeah. Bad stopped when they're on top. So smart move. Yeah. Uh, but we don't take our own advice with our radio show, do we? No, we definitely don't. <laughs> We've been going on for a little bit, but. Yeah, but everybody, make sure you guys tune in next week for Total Lacrosse with Johnny Vegas on Monday, 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Tuesday, Total Entertainment, 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. And we are out of here. See you guys.